You can't run, you can't hide, and you know the fucking car won't start, cause, duh. There is no escape from horrible horror. Movies so bad, they're scary. Join hosts Marshall Hampton and Aaron Southworth as they try to survive against the worst of the worst in horror movies. If you dare. Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in movie horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, is my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, what is going on with you today? You know, it's kind of funny when you when you would <laughs> you kind of reminded me of Mr. Scream from Wayne's World. The guy goes, <laughs> yeah. I love Mr. Scream. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. I guess. Um, yeah, so uh, we're back this week, guys. Um, just a few things, a few things I want to get out of the way before we actually start this this week's episode. Um, we uh, just recorded our bracketology episode for this year's horrible horror March movie madness tournament of awfulness. Got through it Got that, it time. that time. Um, so check that out for this year's bracket. You can play along, fill out your bracket, play along with us. We'll be posting the uh, matchups on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, this year. They'll, they'll probably start. Let's see. Uh, hopefully Monday? next Monday, maybe Tuesday, just depends yep. on how fast I can get to making all the images and get everything together. Uh, but very soon, and you can start getting the votes in. And so it is, it is that time of year again. I love this. It's always so much fun. Yeah, it's kind of cool because we get a lot of the moon goons interacting, and uh, you know people kind of talk about it. Yeah. It's like, that movie wasn't so bad. You know, fuck yeah, it was, man. Um, <laughs> so that's so look for that. Uh, also, just the, uh, we explained it on that episode. I explain it now though. Um, the the main bracketology episode where we make the brackets and make our picks will be a bonus episode. Uh, look for that; they'll be up for everybody. But from here on out, all the updates, all the results, all you know from here, from everything we have, everything about. we have after that will be on our Patreon page only, just uh, for our Patreon subscribers and listeners. So um, if you want to, if you're not a subscriber, go ahead and subscribe. It's only like a dollar a month to get the the bonus content. Um, if, you, if you're interested in that, so check it out. Um, speaking of Patreon, I got a few people I want to thank. I want to thank uh, Amy Hubner Spink as one of our newest Patreon members. So right. thank you very much thank for you, her. Amy. And also another shout out to old time OG Moon Goon Noah Aguirre who upped his pledge again. Uh, he, so he has increased his, his donation to us to a whopping number that I'm not even going to say on the radio because. Um, I just gotta say, thank you so much, dude. Wow. Um, are you sure you haven't been hitting the head lately? And you really want to give us that money? Cause I, we'll take it. We yeah. appreciate. It. We well, need here, it. Here, here's you, Noah. Here's to you. Yep. All right. Well, crack a beer for you. Um, so thank you so much. Um, I'll be in touch. I think you know what? I think for the amount of money you gave us, I think we'll we'll contact you. We'll probably go ahead and let you pick a movie. Um, let, for we'll, that we'll get to you within a certain amount of time. Um, when we can get it on the schedule. So um, if you're hearing this, go ahead and email email us with your movie suggestions at uh. Uh, at so bad it's scary uh, at gmail.com. No, I'm so, yes. Yeah, wait, or so bad it's. 
at so bad yeah at so bad is scary at gmail.com <laughs> i i had a brain fart there um but you know how to reach us, Noah, so um, uh, go ahead and do that. There's all the ways. There's, There's Instagram, all the ways. Facebook, yeah. Twitter, email us. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get you. Um, all right, so moving on to this week's movie, The Backlot Murders. This movie was released on April 9th of 2002. Uh, so, wow, it's pretty old now. Um, yeah, it's so crazy to think. You know, it's like when you hear the word 2000s, I'm always like, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, like I, I know. Was, I'm just like, 2000. Oh, that wasn't that long ago. That was just, you know, five, six years ago. Oh, no, it's no, like 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. Jesus Christ. Um, written by Paul <laughs> Arnsberg, Stephen J. Burnham, and David DeFalco, and directed also by David DeFalco. You can find this movie on Amazon Prime right now. It is free there if you have the Prime account. Um, the cast, we're going to mention a few people. Uh, Stephanie is played by Priscilla Barnes. She's got 96 credits, including Three's Company, The Devil's Rejects, and License to Kill. Uh, Henry is played by Charles Flesh- Flisher. Flisher. Uh, he's got 109 credits. He's you probably recognize him in a few things. He's in Back to the Future 2, Zodiac, Nightmare on Elm Street, where he played Dr. King. Dr. King, yeah. He was in Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, and this is, I didn't know this, this blew my mind until I saw it on his IMDb page. He was the voice of Roger Rabbit in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That was him. Like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Okay. Um, and then lastly, we also have... One of the two Corys. Corey Haim is in this as Tony. R.I.P. R.I.P. Corey Haim is in this movie. Um, and just some other... Round- uh, of Lost Boys. Lost Boys like, fame. You know, of Lost Boys uh, fame. License to Drive. Yeah. Lost Boys. I mean, he was a Corey in the 80s. Everybody was, knew who the yeah. Corys was. Cor- he, was he was a Corey. Corey. But, but from as far as a horror perspective, fucking Lost Boys. Oh, yeah, Lost Boys. Such yeah. a great fucking movie. Great movie. Jeez, we should do a watch-along for that one. That one actually could be a good one for a watch-along. Yeah, yeah. Um, a few other notes... Uh, a trivia about this cast that's it, it's, it's kind of interesting, uh, historic, if you will, for the movies we've done. This cast features four Playboy models, two Playboy Playmates of the Month for August 1998 and June 1997, and the 2000 St. Pauli Girl of the Year. Nice. Uh, it features a bondage slash fetish model. It, it features the record holder for Playboy's most photographed lingerie model. It also has Playboy's Perfect 10 model of in the year 2000. Uh, it also has an ex-girlfriend of former Kiss drummer Eric Carr, who they <laughs> dated four years until he died in 1991. Wait, wait, not Peter Chris. Nope, Eric Carr. Okay. <laughs> and a Shakespearean-trained actress <laughs> is also in this movie. She's over the big tits, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a record for this just Chosen the type of people we will be dealing with. So the, the first person you talked about, the the gal, Stephanie. Yes, Priscilla um, Barnes. Yes, but you, I, I heard you kind of run by a few things that she was in. Yes. She was also in Mall Rats. I missed that one. Where she played Miss Inga, who was the gypsy gal with the three nipples. Was she Harris? Yeah, that was Miss Inga. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. did not know that. I missed that one. That's cool. I, I, to- I can't believe I missed that. That's... I was looking at him like, I fucking awesome. recognize her. I fucking <laughs> recognize her. So I, d- I didn't look up a budget. I didn't look at anything like that. I just looked up, you know, uh, you know, IMDb and I just looked at the cast. Yeah. And I just, I, st- I actually went through Wikipedia and I found found her. And I was like, no shit, yeah. <laughs> Sadly, that's probably the best acting she did because she is not great in this movie. Especially near the end. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Huh. Um, so... With that, let's, let's let's get to this movie. Um, we open with the credits over some aerial shots of like the Hollywood sign. And it's like and a flyby. It's like some large 
studio backlot in yeah LA. and you know what i actually kind of liked this shot uh because you don't really see, i mean it's a neat angle because you don't really see like when you're making movies you know, it's an angle you don't see it's like behind the curtain you know and you know that's from above that they're always filmed on lots and what the lots kind of would look but seeing it from above you don't realize how fucking massive massive yeah. some of these things are it's yeah. really impressive to see it from an aerial point of view and just kind of like noting also this is a helicopter shot yeah you know which is so much more rare these days because everything's so fucking drone. Everything's Yo, dro- going oh, drones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, drone drones, 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 drones. You know, it, it's like you can see, tell like by how high up they are. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's a fucking helicopter. Yeah. that's it's uh, So it's not a bad opening establishing shot. It's really not. Uh, and then we cut to some shitty bar where we meet our main cast of characters, all of which are in a band. And they're sitting around a table drinking, talking about how they're going to be how they're going to make it big one day and be big rock stars. We're going to sign that deal and make it, but I don't have a penny to my name right now. Yep. They can't even pay for their fucking drinks. Yeah, the waitress comes up to see if they want another round, and now we get treated to some of the one-dimensional, one-note characters that we've seen dozens and dozens of times before. That being the asshole who's just an asshole for no fucking reason the asshole whatsoever. Who's an asshole just to be an asshole. Who's a dick to everybody, but still somehow manages to have friends. Uh, Bobby. So the rest of the guys basically tell Bobby to lay off the waitress. Because he's giving her a hard time. And she walks away. Then Dez, who is supposed to be, I guess, the hot blonde lead singer of the group, tells the group that they're about to blow up because he has an ace up his sleeve. That ace being that he's dating the daughter of some giant record label, you know, some giant record label mogul or something like that. Uh, And and the ace, you know, uh, and that they're basically going to his daughter is going to talk to her dad and her dad's going to get them a record deal. Um, so while we're at, let's talk about the other two members of the band that we have Frankie, uh, the dude who's just wearing like a wife beater and jeans with like, very, a, like a, lo- a studded metal belt and like a giant silver chain around. Very his neck. forgettable. Very forgettable. Yeah. Just, he's just kind of there. Yeah. And then the other one, and then is- there's Tony who's, Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Who looks like the white boy equivalent of old dirty bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, like, he's got these shitty tattoos, a leather dog collar with some metal studs around his neck, and his hair is just like, it's old dirty bastard hair for a white guy. It's it's all separated. It's crazy. It's insane. Like, individual, like. It's not quite dreads, but they're like they're individual twists. Or but, they're, but it's so short. It's they're so short. very short yeah, twists. It's, it's not quite punk, like. Pinhead type thing, yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's not quite spikes. Yeah, it's, but it's not quite dreads. It's somewhere in it's between. Just shitty it's just looking. Shitty. Yeah, yeah it's just, really bad. He looks looking. terrible. Doesn't he have glasses on too? Sunglasses. Scene? Yeah, he's sunglasses. wearing sunglasses okay. inside. Yeah. Oh, uh, Corey Haim also in the Sega CD video game. Yes, Night yeah. Trap. Uh, no, no, was, no, no, no. He was a sewer shark or something like that. Yeah, it was one of those other ones where he's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's like, he's like the scientist. No, 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 no. It's not sewer shark. The hotel one. It's he's a, he's like this IT crazy like hacker yes, guy yes. that's in a hotel. Yes, and he's like, okay, are you hi, good? how yeah. you doing? Yeah, didn't see you there. Yeah, you know? that's <laughs> like, it's basically a night trap in a hotel. Yes, yeah, that's yes, what it is. Yes, I can't yes. remember his fucking what game that was. I can't remember the name either, but yes, shit. But I, I remember, remember I seen him and be like, oh, this is a fucking yeah. great game. Yep, I forgot he was in that. Jesus. So Ma Baker, the bar's owner, comes over to group after the waitress talk has went over and complained to her, and Ma wants them to pay the bill. Bobbly basically tells her that she should be paying them and calls the waitress a bitch. 
Uh, then Ma's like, you know, that's it. Get out. You're kicked out. Yeah, Ma seems like a kind of a lovable lady. Yeah, you know? she's like, everybody's like, she's a lovable. Every, everybody knows Ma. Yep. Everybody knows Ma. Yeah. And so the other three members, they all get to leave with no issue. Like, yeah, yeah, like, 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 hey, we got, we got you, Ma. Yeah, we Sor- got. Sorry, we'll leave. But Bobby the asshole just gets goes on to be more of an asshole because yeah, that's what she, assholes she do. She slapped him on the back of the head in a loving Ma kind yeah, of way. Like, get out of here. Like, pay your, or watch your language yeah, type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. But he took offense to me. You hit me. Bobby kicks up his assholeness by a notch and breaks a fucking bottle over Ma's head, knocking her out. <laughs> he, just, he, he went from like... Molly her. Maybe like a two or a three to like a 12. To a 12. <laughs> yeah. And so the other three band members grab Bobby, drag him out of the bar while he's screaming, I'm a fucking psycho! I'm a fucking psycho! Over and over and over again. We cut to outside where Bobby's being held back by Dez while Frankie and Tony punch Bobby <laughs> several times in the face. I, I have to say, that was surprising. <laughs> You know, I see him holding him like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with you? And all of a sudden, wow! I'm like, whoa! <laughs> They're fucking going yeah. fucking Goodfellas style. Yeah, them. they are. Uh, and then Dez fires him and kicks him out of the band. And they, they rough him up and like, you're out of the band. Yeah. We're going to make it big and you're not. A, you're, you're we out. don't need you. You don't need you. Boom. And, um... Which we find out later, Bobby's the one who wrote all the music, which is very similar to the Rocktober Blood. Yeah, the guy that they that they left the banner, but the, was the one who wrote all the music. <laughs> Same thing. Um, so now we jump to six months later, and we're taken to a movie studio lot where we meet Henry, the gay director, who's easily the best and most entertaining character in this whole movie. Um, he's hanging he's, out he's in his the trailer. Main, he's, he's the main character. He's, he's basically he is, he's the, the main character. You would think character. it'd be Dez or one of the band members or Corey, Corey Haynes maybe the big name. No, it's no. really Henry's the main yeah, character. He's he really the main is. character. Um, in comes his assistant Arlene. They talk about the music video shoot and that they're about to start filming. And we learn here that Henry hates fog and doesn't want to use it, but Arlene convinces him to use it by saying she'll bring in Wendy the Fog Whisperer or some bullshit like that. Um. We cut to Henry and Arlene on set of the music video shoot. Henry sarcastically saying how much he loves this band and their bitch manager, Stephanie. Uh, and we also learn at this point that they're filming on the set of The Lost World, which they end up mentioning about a dozen more times throughout this fucking movie. <laughs> which I kind of love. Like, we're supposed to be impressed by but that. But that's the thing. I, I kind of love the fact that they do that because, like, what are you talking about? This is the set of The Lost World. Yeah. It's, it's, and they're all just like, what? Some, some people are like, okay, yeah, I get yeah. it. And some people are like, Whatever. Uh, Who fucking cares? Yeah, but it's funny because they never say Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. It's just The Lost World. You would think if you want to really... I'm but saying they you still would say talk Jurassic about Park. Spielberg, too. They do say, yeah. Spielberg dragging right here on this very set. And they're like, okay, whatever. I wonder if it's like... I wonder if there was a... They had to pay for licensing if they actually drop Jurassic well, also, Park, Lost World. Well, also... This was 2002. Jurassic Park was, what, 96? Six, so Lost World may may have come out like ninety two thousand two thousand like no. right around that time or, or maybe Jurassic Park three maybe late nineties late nineties early yeah. er, like it had to be two thousand you know yeah to lay some I don't know maybe they were trying to tie it in yeah. with I don't, it, it, or the movie was shot way before and then didn't get released till much later yeah. but it was, it was still pretty funny but they say it so much as movie. lost world lost world lost world it becomes set. funny they start also name dropping other sets too like oh and the hunchback nor dame set oh the psycho set and all this set and like oh okay whatever um so now we jump to dez's girlfriend janie koufax and a record label mogul father martin koufax riding up to set in a golf cart and from here on out i just refer, refer to janie as rich tits 
Rich tits, yeah. Rich tits. Because everyone else has got a everybody tits. Everybody's just tits. Something tits Dude, this movie. The tits are off the charts. They are. The tit budget was through the roof. Off the charts. Off the charts. Every girl in here has tits up to their goddamn chin, yeah. and I'm not upset. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Except so, for Stephanie. Yeah. Um, so Rich Tits and her father ride up as a group of large breasts, as another group of large breasted quote unquote actresses and dancers sit around and gossip about Rich Tits and her daddy. So here's your, your cornucopia of Playboy models. Yes. Yeah. And fetish models yeah. and Miss Polly girl. Yeah. It, this is, yeah. Um, these girls have all been hired to be in the music video as dancers or something. They're just sitting around on set waiting. Uh, we go back to Henry and Arlene. Up comes Queen Bitch Stephanie, the band's manager. Uh, Stephanie is not impressed with this setup, and she wants more edge. She, it's got to be edgier and, 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 and thriller and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, and, that's when they, and that's when it's funny because the director says, it's shot on the set of The Lost World. Yeah. And she goes, who fucking cares? You know, that's when they kind of like start dogging it. And that's when it's not too bad. Uh, and we also learned that Stephanie hates being called Steffi. So she, that's, she shuts that shit down real quick. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Dez getting kicked out of some bimbo's trailer and lighting up a clove cigarette and at this point i swear i think clove sponsored this fucking movie because nearly everyone in it smokes and er nobody smokes a regular cigarette at all in this movie everyone smokes clothes i think Corey haim at one point is smoking a clove cigarette but they cut back to him and he's got a regular cigarette (laughs) and i'm like continuity air continuity air But, but everybody smokes clothes. Do you remember clothes cigarettes? Yes. Do you I remember, remember high school? And that's the thing. Like, I remember, like, yeah, not, like, late 90s, early college years, in 2000, like clothes. Everybody was, that was a big thing, man. Me, me, me and uh, our buddy Ty, yep. we, I remember sm- we like went through a clove phase. Yeah. Like smoking cloves. And I remember we worked at a haunted house. Yep. While we were working this haunted house, you know, we would take breaks and we would go up to the roof and smoke cloves. Because we're 16. We don't want to get caught smoking. Yeah. So we're smoking cloves. And this guy, the guy who owns the place, like, kicks down the door. He's like, all right, you motherfuckers. <laughs> do quit smoking weed up here. I know you're smoking. We're like, no, no, no. These are cloves cigarettes. He's like, I know what weed smells like. That's weed. We're like, no. It's cloves. We show him the box that it comes in and everything. He's just like, oh, we shouldn't be smoking. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ. He's a big dude. Like, he was Almost, I felt like he was going to throw us on the roof of the building. So I was like, holy shit. All over a fucking clove cigarette. That's when I'm like, fuck cloves. I'm smoking regular cigarettes from now I'm on. I'm smoking menthol from here I'm smoking Newports from here on That's out. What, you were, uh, one of you was Newports and the other was Newports. Uh, I was Newports cools. and uh, yeah, he smoked cools. cools. I smoked cools, yeah. Uh, I just know that you're both menthol guys. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's all cloves. And so uh, Dez bumps into Arlene. And they strike up a conversation about each other's jobs and all this shit. And we go back to Henry and Steffi. Uh, Henry tells her that he's having big problems with some of the strippers that he hired for the music video. So he's going to have to ask the other girls to do the nude scenes. Yeah, like something they got injured or they couldn't yeah. make it or something. They, so yeah, they couldn't, he, they he doesn't have the girls who are going to get naked. He has to... And that will come back yeah. into play later. Uh, then we go right back to Dez and Arlene. Dez is now flirting with and hitting Arlene hard. And Dez just starts kissing her. The assistant director. The assistant yeah. director, the AD. And he starts kissing her, making out. She stops it for now because they are working, but because they're professionals. And she doesn't, not while they're working, but she's like, hey, I'll meet what, meet up with you later after you shoot at the bar and we'll pick this up. Now, is the assistant director lady, is she the one who's a Shakespearean trained actress? No. Really? Mm-hmm. That's the one I thought would be. Nope. <laughs> she wasn't a horrible actress. She was okay. Nope. So I thought it must be her. 
Um, I'm just going to say Shakespearean trained doesn't mean Shakespearean good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Dez leaves. Arlene gets on her headset and tells Henry that he was right, that Dez totally hit on her and that she did her job by fluffing him so his ego and his ego so he'll have confidence during the filming. Yeah, so she's she's basically... She basically whored herself out. Whore, yeah, essentially. I mean, to get him all horned up so he for, would have confidence. For, for his, lack of a better term, basically horn it up so he feels like he's a king dick. So he comes on the stage and has like better king. presence in the for the camera. Yes, that's yeah. what it was. So we cut to Henry in his trailer, me with Wendy, the Fog Master, or the Fog Whisperer, whatever you want to call her, and they talk about various types of fog for the video. Nothing else happens, so we're moving on. No, I do like this though. It's a good scene, but I mean, it, it, Henry makes anything pretty good. He's good. He but. really does. He really does. But I do like the fact that he says, "I want, you know, 1940s horror movie, black and white, Bela Lugosi." Fog looks like a cat creeping through thick fog. I want fog yeah. that comes out of Satan's ass. Yes. And she's like, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I did like that scene. Yeah. Uh, I'm Henry, lots, lots of Henry's scenes are good because he's yeah. entertained. He's the best person in this movie. He's, he's watchable. Uh, so we're going to jump ahead to Wendy and her assistant, Gay Mike, working and setting up outside the famous Bates house from the Psycho movie. And when he leaves to go get some stuff from the catering truck, leaving Gay Mike behind to work by himself. As soon as she leaves, though, Mike hears a noise and a gate and like a wooden fence creaks open. So, of course, Mike's like, hey, let me go check that out. Hey, Wendy, Wendy, that you? Wendy, Wendy. And he followed, goes off. And in the process, he somehow manages to trip over these, the largest <laughs> and most clearly visible tree branch ever just laying right there. But he trips over it. And causes them to take a header and fall face first into a giant pile of fake movie snow. And then he looks up and sees staying over him is a man wearing a long le- black leather trench coat while wearing a ghoulish rockabilly or zombie Elvis I mask. almost got Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But, but it was more pompadour. Pompadour, yeah. yeah. Doesn't have pompadour. Well, and, Andrew Dice Clay's got a, pomp, a little bit of pompadour. But yeah, I was like, is that Elvis? No, it's not Elvis. No, I mean, Andrew Dice Clay's more of a greaser. Almost looks more like Andrew Dice it's like, Clay. It's, it's rockabilly or zombie. Yeah. It's really a yeah. fucking weird mask. And he's, the guy's uh, wielding a, a, a claw hammer. So rockabilly brings the hammer down. On Mike as he screams and it, it blacks out. And you uh, see, as, as Ronald from Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors screams, ah! He is that who killed. He, yes! Thank you! That's I knew he Ronald. looked familiar. It's Ronald. It's the black guy from Dream I Warriors. I knew he looked familiar. Okay. From, yeah, from, and he's also a number four for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I knew yeah. I've seen that guy before. Because when I saw I was like, holy shit! <laughs> Dream Warriors! <laughs> <laughs> Why are we watching that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be a good watch. Line. Yeah, that's, that's who uh, it is. I knew I saw that guy from something. That would okay. be a good watch long. I mean, we need to think, that would we got, be a good watch We got long. two good watch longs in our back pocket. Um, we got to write that down. So uh, we cut to Martin <laughs> Co- uh, cut, cut to Martin Koufax and, and his daughter Rich Tits talking about the, her relationship with Dez. And she raves about how great Dez is and how wonderful he treats her and how he makes her feel so special. And at this point, I say her, Rich Tits' body is fucking amazing. Yeah, amazing body, but I don't think she's all that cute. No, she's not. She doesn't. She, dude, you're, you're nailing she, on the head. It's she's, like she's a great body, but a, a swimsuit model. But her face looks like she's been stung by bees or something. Like she I looks like she has a puffy vagina. Yeah, it's just it's just like when I'm looking down at her, like because I'm looking at her body real hard, you know. And I'm just looking at her pants, and I'm looking at like, boy, her. She's got like camel toe bursting out, like bursting out of her, like jeans. 
I'm like, man, that's a puffy vagina. <laughs> Which isn't a bad thing. No. I got like it. But no. it's just like, man, I bet that thing's big. Um, Girl, I got you got a big <laughs> vagina. Jesus. <laughs> now I kind of want to go back and look at close up. <laughs> so we jump back to Wendy, returning from the catering truck, looking for Mike, who's nowhere to be seen. Uh, she opens the gate, goes through it, looking for Mike. And she's looking around for a bit, but then she gets grabbed by the ankle. And she looks down and she sees bloody Mike gasping for help. And she backs away and she bumps right into the rockabilly ghoul killer thing. Uh, Witty takes off running and she runs for a bit, but then she stops to look behind her to see if she's being followed. And that's when she gets grabbed from behind by the leather clad killer. And yet another example of the teleportation. Terrible, terrible and impossible killer teleportation. And the killer just pushes her forward. She just kind of pushes Wendy just forward. grabs her and pushes, pushes her, her forward. And she ends up like falling and impaling herself on a pile of like several pieces of splintered wood. And then the killer lights up a clove cigarette and we cut away. That's it. <laughs> so he's smoking through his mask. His yes. giant latex mask. And you think that'd be a hint. But since but, but everyone's wearing yeah, smoking. Everybody smokes clothes. Clove cigarettes. And the way they they talked about it was, if I remember correctly, like Stephanie one one of the one of the, one of the venues stiffed them, but was able to pay them in five hundred cartons of clove yeah, cigarettes. Yeah, That's why everyone has clove cigarettes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do say that because they're just giving these things away. Yeah. Uh, night falls and we cut to the music video shoot where the band is quote unquote playing on the steps of one of the ruined buildings from Lost World. Corey Haim smoking while playing the guitar. Now, this was made in the 2000s. And I know that the full truth movement hasn't started yet. But when was the last time you saw somebody, a band member smoking in a music video? Like, not since, like, maybe the 80s. Yeah. Like, not in 2000. Like, you Guns N' Roses all the time. They smoked all the time. Yeah, again, 80s, yeah, early yeah, 90s. But, yeah. like, by the 2000s, that shit wasn't in... Like, they weren't even having smoking commercials anymore in 2000. Like, cigarette commercials were gone off oh, yeah, the air. So, yeah. like... There's no, they, I was just ridiculous. What? <laughs> I just caught that. That's, I caught that and found it funny. So Henry yells out to cut. Everyone stops and he calls Des over for a talk. At this time, we see Martin Koufax getting his car to leave. And Henry tells the girls to take their places on set. All the, 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 the big bested bimbos that were sitting around. Uh, so they start filming again. Stephanie now immediately yells cut again because she doesn't, she didn't like what Arlene said to the band and demands that Henry fire Arlene on the spot. And it, an yeah. argument erupts, and Arlene's like, fine, you know what? Don't worry about Henry. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Yeah, so Stephanie's trying to fire the assistant director, and I don't know if she has that power or not, but they, they, they pull out their dicks. She wouldn't. She wouldn't have that. So, but, but she's 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 on the call. She's making a call to try and get someone else. To and then fire. Henry's like, "Well, if you're gonna fire her, then you're I'm gonna leave too." And yeah. I, you don't. And they're, they're basically so playing a game of chicken. Yeah. Neither one of them's giving in. And Arlene's like, you know, "Don't worry about." And the assistant I'm director's like, "Forget it. It's fine. I don't want to work with this bitch anyway. I'll, I'll leave." leave. And then Henry, after she leaves, Henry kind of makes fun of the band for sucking anyway. He's like, these, these guys are terrible. Yeah. Is, is that when he does his little run-through of uh, what to do? What yes. He to tells do. Corey, he's like, here's what you do. It's strum, guitar, guitar, move up, down, strum, make the face. Take the cigarette out of your mouth. Yeah, take the cigarette <laughs> out of your mouth. Yeah. And yeah, so he starts giving like like it's kind of funny. It is kind of funny when he's he's goes to each individual member, tells them how they why they suck and how they suck and how to be better. Yeah, and it's not bad. This guy is pretty sharp. I mean, he he was a stand-up comedian for a long time yeah. too. I mean, he's yeah. again he like I keep saying more and more, but he's the best part of this Absolutely. movie. So next is a scene with Rich Tits and Stephanie having a conversation about the band and Bobby at the catering table. There's talking. We're gonna move on. 
Uh, we go back to Henry, who has the girls huddled around him, giving them a pep talk, telling them that, that their job is to excite the guys and to get them hard and erect so they'll look better on camera. <laughs> like, fluff them up. Get them going, guys, girls. Let's go. He's like, you got... Um, you got ass and you got you got a set and ass. So use you your got, ass you set. Got or ass something. sets. Yeah. You got, so shake your set, it. shake your ass, and use, and use your, your sets. sets. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um. So uh, then we cut back to Martin Colfax in his car. He pulls up to some old set, gets out of his car because he sees someone standing there on a porch of some house. And I hate this so much. Yeah. I really hate this because there's zero fucking reason for him to actually get out of this car and talk to this person. He's a record mogul. Like, he just like, and it's a movie set. There should be people ever. He's like, he's a I'm record, out of here. He's a record mogul. It's like Richard on, Bronson or something. On, like, on the set, on, on, on a universal yeah, back Yeah, like Warner Brothers, set. Universal, whatever. Parent, yeah. I think it was Universal. He's on, he's on the back lot of a set. And he... One, he should not be driving around fucking willy-nilly wherever. Right. He doesn't own the fucking place. That's, that's true. He's just some he's guy. Not, he's not the movie mogul. He's not the owner of the exactly. studio. Exactly. But still, he's, so, he's a rich-ass, obviously multi-millionaire guy driving a fancy car. He, this guy should be so below him that he's just like, oh, just some guy working. He should, he, could, he should just keep driving and just go home. There's zero reason for him to get out of his car. Like, hey, you. Hey, what are you doing hey, here? Hey, hey, you. And, and, and for him to walk up to this guy. And I, so I fucking hate this. He walks up to the person. It's the killer. The killer's just standing there. Standing static. Static. Like a oh, statue. Look, dude, he almost look, he's so easy to drive past. Yeah. He looks like he's a fucking mannequin. Yes. Plus with that fucking latex yeah. mask on, just standing. I'd, I'd be driving and be like, "Oh, there's a fucking mannequin there." Yeah, okay, you whatever. could easily yeah. check yeah. him out as a mannequin and take nothing out. Another reason why I hate this scene so much. Yeah. But Martin keeps getting closer. He's like, "Hey, who are you?" I'm like, the guy's like, you can barely even tell the guy's breathing, let you yeah. know, alive or breathing. Mannequin esque. Yeah, and he's like, he keeps getting closer, keeps getting closer, and then the cure just slashes him across the face with something like a knife or something, and Martin dies. That's it. You never see him again. You see him like back up, like, stumble. Oh, you see him stumble away, and then it does like a weird kind of cut. Yeah, it just and then, cuts. so you don't see him actually get killed. But yeah, but know, that's you know. it. He gets he gets yeah. slashed across the face. We jump back to the bass player, who's the new guy who replaced Bobby. And uh, he's got and his big titted girl in a black miniskirt and camouflage tank top. I do. Who is just camo tits from here on out. I do kind of like. Out of all the band members, he's my favorite. Really? Yes. Um, uh, except maybe Corey Haynes, my favorite, but he's he's a close second. All a right, close second. So uh, we have camel. Now we have rich tits and camel tits. Um, the two of them are sitting around talking about how much downtime and wasted time there is on a set of a music video shoot, and he convinces her to go for a walk around the back lot with him, and he just. Kisses her and she's like, "Yep, I'm that easy. Let's go." I'm in, baby. Keep in mind, these guys, these girls are just hired actresses or dancers. They're not in relationships with any of these guys. But there's like, instantly, he's like, "I'm gonna make out with you just because I can." And the girl's like, "All right, let's do it." Must be sweet to be in a band, Marshall. I guess so. Like, it should have been in a band, man. That's a good life. Yeah. That's Where are the podcast right groupies at, man? <laughs> Dude, God damn. At home watching my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now we go back to Henry talking to one of the other girls who's fixing up her hair and we learn her, her name is Gina. Henry tries to convince Gina, Gina to do the nude scene that the strippers couldn't do, but she says that she is, that nudity is not in her contract and that they would have to pay her double to do nudity because she's not just some dumb bimbo piece of meat. So Gina will now be called empowered tits. 
In powered tits. In powered tits. She got some sweet tits. She does have some sweet God tits. Damn. So hers are some of the best. Dude, there's so many great so tits. So many tits in this movie. It's uh now we cut to some random dude fixing up a car or something in a garage. I don't know what he's doing, but he's underneath something on a lift. Yeah, he's like he's like one of the grips or stage. I don't even know what he's like in a garage. Like I, I yeah. don't know what he's doing. But the cure just walks up, sets a camcorder down, presses the record button, and then he goes over and lowers the carjack slash lift down, crushing this crushing. random dude, and then just he's, walks he's away. underneath it going, and he starts spitting up blood. I don't even know if you even see that much. No, and, he, spit, he spits up a lot of blood. Okay. I was thinking, that's actually not a bad... I mean, it lowers down onto his chest pretty tight, and yeah. it's pushing down, and it's pushing down, and he spits up blood, and they pan up. So you don't see the actual crush effect. No. But for low budget, I was like, man, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. But then the killer just walks away. I'm like, who the fuck's that guy? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is such a pointless and useless scene. It's like, you, he's never seen before. He's never seen again. It's just a random, let's just kill some random dude for a body. It's terrible. He was muscular, too. <laughs> he, had a, he had a nice physique. It's like, what, what, what a waste. What a oh waste. Oh, my gosh. What a waste of a body. Ooh. I mean, we're talking about these hot chicks. Man, this guy, this guy worked. He puts in the effort. <laughs> he puts time in the gym, okay, to have, just to be squandered so quickly. Let's appreciate his sweet pecs for a little bit. All, All right. right. All right, moment of silence for those pecs. All right. <laughs> Back to the video shoot where filming had resumed, which makes no fucking sense since the bass player just went off with camo tits, but yet somehow he's here filming again. Major continuity error. I, I missed it. Two scenes before, like, let's go off and make, let's make out, let's go off to this back lot. We're going to the back And lots, they yeah. leave, and now he's back on set filming. He shouldn't be there. But Rich Tits is standing off to the side watching Empowered Tits dancing grind on Dez. <laughs> Rich Tits does not look happy about this at all. We, uh, Henry calls cut again. At this point, Rich Tits and Empowered Tits get into a caddy back and forth. Stephanie gets involved, and the other two girls now team up against Stephanie. Henry yells at Empowered Tits to get ready for a nude scene, but Empowered Tits gets fed up with all the snarky remarks. But then Henry snaps at everybody saying that he's not taking shit from anyone anymore or is everyone to shut up and get back on set and do what he tells them that he's the boss here. So Henry's had enough. And now we cut back to the bass player and camel tits who are now again walking around some old, wild west, old western town set. So again, continuity is all, yeah. over, all over the place. he was just performing on set. Yeah, and now, now he's, he's way off walking somewhere Walking around else. with camo tits. Which again, I want to say... I know at some point later we see people on golf carts, which makes sense. That's all over yeah, movie lives. And sure. that's, but keep in mind, like they're filming in one set, and these people are going off. And we saw from the air that this place is huge. Yeah. Massive. But people are just like on the other side of the lot, like instantly. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. and, and from one set back to the other side of the lot and instantaneously. I get they're unprofessional slobs, and they're not. But the fact that they're like... Everyone's just walking off and yeah. doing their own thing, and no, there's no wranglers. No, there's and no, which also bullshit because this is their first. You would think that I would say like, okay, let's say you're talk, let's say Guns and Roses again. Yeah, they were mega stars at the time. They'd be like, actually, like I'm out of here. I'm gonna go to my trailer, do whatever I want for yeah. a while. Yeah. These guys would be like, this is our first. This you would think they'd be like, they would be doing. Sh if it was me, I'd be like, I ain't doing shit. I'm, right. I'm not going anywhere. I'm yes. here when you need me. Yes, this, ma'am. Yes, yes, no, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, no, sir. Yeah. But Des and these guys are like, fuck this, man. We're just blow. They haven't even had a single. They're not. They're not big rock stars. They're just like making their very first video, hoping to catch lightning in a bottle, hoping upon hope. 
but they're you know, the, none of this makes sense. None of it does. So this is, I guess, a, a soul fly kind of a band then, huh? Remember them? No, no. So you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a uh, come, my lady, come, come, my lady. I'm your sugar flash. No, sort of, that was, uh, was that Crazy so Town. Oh, Crazy Town. Crazy Town. My the bad. song was named Butterfly. Oh, okay. Or the album's Butterfly or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Crazy Town was well, the band. Yeah, it's a Crazy Town type. Crazy of band. Town. Yeah, it's just a one hit wonder type of <laughs> douchebags. Only worse than Crazy Town. Who the town. fuck is Soulfly then? I don't, know, I don't know. I think they're like the same kind of thing. Um. <laughs> anyway, I've been so, drinking. I don't know. Um. The girl reaches into uh, the bass player's front pocket and pulls out two white pills. Not in a baggie, not in a pill bottle, just two just, just separate, loose. Loose, loose, two loose pills and just swallows them. <laughs> she doesn't know what the fuck these are. She just swallows them. So well, I, he did say, I want to show you something exotic. Yeah, I get that. But so, still, it's yeah. like the fact that, come on, they're two loose pills, not in a baggie. It just reaches there. They are like, ugh. Could be certs. <laughs> Tic Tacs, you don't fucking know. Boy, these uh, this could ecstasy. be fucking Molly. It could be roofies you just took. You don't know. This ecstasy sure is uh, minty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, babe, you're gonna see all kinds of crazy things. Yeah. Um. No, really, I think I just took certs. So, and then she says, "I guess we'll just have to wash it down with some spit." Super classy. And then they just start making out. <laughs> Uh, and there's a quick shot of the killer lurking in the shadows watching them. So here's something that she does when she says, I guess I have to wash it down with spit. She takes a tube and puts it in her mouth. And when she, then they, they, they make out, it pans back and he sticks out his tongue and he yeah. has. She passed it over to him. Yes. Yeah, she passed it one So. And then they make out some more. When I was in high school. Yes. I was making it like, you know, messing around with a girl. I know that was a big thing in high school, trying to pass things back and forth when you're making out. And like. I was making it with a girl, and all of a sudden I felt something funny in my mouth, and I was like, what the fuck's this? And she's like, it's acid. It's a tab of acid. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> this girl just put acid in my mouth. And I, I, I remember I was like, in hindsight, I really wish I would have done the acid. But I was so upset. I'm just like, no. It's <laughs> like, you put, you take it. You know, I was so upset that she did that. If she would have offered it to me, I probably would have taken it. But the fact that she did that fucking pass thing, I was like, no. I can't remember that story, but I can't remember who the girl was. So. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Yeah, there, yeah, off air. But yeah, I, I just remember in hindsight, God damn it, Aaron, you <laughs> dumb fuck. You should have done it. <sighs> oh, well. So we jump back to Stephanie and Henry. Uh, talking. Up comes Corey Haim with one of the other girls and he tells Henry that several people have gone missing. So Henry tells Corey Haim and the girl to get in a golf cart and go find them. We cut back to bass player and camel tits on now what looks like a, a hospital set or something. And we finally learn the bass player's name is Sal. Uh, camel tits finds blood on one of the examination tables and Sal thinks he hears something and goes off to investigate. And at this point this movie becomes so formulaic than more so than it's already been, but it's, it's oh my God, it is rinse. It is the shampoo conditioner of horror it's, movies. It's just baked in the bread. It's rinse yeah. and repeat from here on out. Oh, it's yeah. so, oh my God, it's repetitive. <laughs> it's, it's group, you know, couple one go off and go missing. Oh, okay. Well, now couple two, they go off and go missing. And couple three, they go, it, it's same thing. Oh, it's just different people. And, is it me, or does it feel like they fly through the kills to get back to Stephanie and um, Henry? Henry, yeah. Sometimes, uh, yeah. Like Stephanie and Henry, they 
occupy a lot of screen time. Yeah. Henry especially. The kills could have been longer or more drawn out, but yeah, they, you're right. They, they, they just they just like, okay, we're going to kill him, boom. Now I'll get back to Henry. Henry and accepted, let's yeah. stay on Henry and his dog. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, Jesus. So, um, anyway, camel tits then. She goes off follow, to look for Sal and try to follow him. It's funny when you him. say camo tits. It sounds like you're saying camel tits. <laughs> camo. <laughs> um so we cut to Frankie, who we remember him, bond, uh, the band member from the beginning, uh, wife beater and jeans, a forgettable one. I think he's the drummer. Yeah. Um, and his blonde girl making out again, not not a girlfriend, just the blonde girl that was hired to be in the video. Blonde tits. Blonde. Uh, I call her, I think, sexy tits or something. <laughs> okay. I don't know why, but um, uh, Stephanie walks up and they get into argument over who's more replaceable, uh, Frankie or Stephanie. Stephanie calls Frankie a dick and she leaves. Uh, and Frankie now and the blonde girl decided to go off to look for Sal. So like, Hey, let's go look for Sal. So they go off now again. It's just Jesus Christ. Uh, now we go to Dez standing around smoking and he gets startled by empowered tits <laughs> and he instantly starts flirting with her and feeling her up and wants her to get naked playing. He's trying to play the, I'm the big rock star. You better do what I say. Car. Yeah. Um, he's like, I'm the rock star. You do what I say. Um, you know, are you better, you know, get naked for him because you're gonna get naked in the video anyway. So you might as well do it now. And, but she stands her ground. She's like, no, I'm, I'm not empowered. Like, I'm not doing that. And you know what? I'm telling this. I quit. She's like, I'm done. I'm out of here. And so Dez is like, fine, fuck you. And he storms off. Uh, and there's a quick shot of a camcorder. And then we see the killer just rise up out of like the mist. Or there's no mist. Just rise up from below, <laughs> but from behind in power tits. And I'm like, seriously? What the fuck does he come from? I mean, in order for him to pull this off, he would have had been squatting down right next to Dez and Empowered Titch while they were having that exchange the whole time without them seeing him. He's just doing a crocodile crawl. Yeah, or like, yeah, he's like commando crawling roll. through the grass. Yeah, like, just... ugh. Like, it's so fucking stupid. It's it's so bad. So anyway, Rocket Billy Killer grabs Empowered Titch from behind. Empowered Titch struggles to get away. During the struggle, her tops get her top gets ripped open, and then her bra gets ripped off. So we briefly see her beautiful giant yes. orbs of bodaciousness, and then Empowered Ted seems to just die. Well, he strangles like, her with his with the bra. Is that what? He, I couldn't he rips, tell. Like because he rips off her shirt, and her bra comes up, and he starts to strangle. He strangles her with the bra, and then you hear crack. Okay, because I couldn't tell. Like done. was she supposed to get strangled to death, or was her neck supposed to get snapped? I wasn't it's, sure. It's, it's, it's both. Just like, it's, it's like she's, she's just there and then she's dead. She's <laughs> getting strangled with her own like leopard skin bra. Yeah. And then you hear, and then she stops moving. Yeah. Because I, I, I had the subtitles on because again, because I was. It said crack or something. It said like, neck snap. Neck snap. <laughs> <It> said, <laughs> neck snap. <laughs> yeah. The, normally I watch with subtitles. This one I did not. And But it's, it's so fast. It's ridiculous. It, it's it's, re, it's how and it's fast like it you, It's like you see her tits. For a brief But you really don't see her tits. Yeah. Which is so upsetting. It is upsetting because they're amazing. Like if we're going to have these girls with these yes. amazing, beautiful tits and that are mostly Playboy models. Show the fucking tits. Like, feature them. Predominant. Like, hey, give a good shot. Now I go, here's a flash and it's gone. Like, like blink, you miss it type thing. Hey, guys, here's a thought. You got a bunch of Playboy models. Give us the titties. Yeah. Give us the titties. It's give, not give, a hard. Give the people what they want. Give yeah. us the titties. Yeah. Yeah. Give me what I want. <laughs> give me what I want. <laughs> Batista. Um, so, um, where was it? Oh, yeah, she's dead. So now we cut back to camo tits wandering around <laughs> looking for you. Sal. And now she seems to be in like a prison set. So when we've got again, we're at set hopping, and these sets would be so far apart, and it's, yeah. it's this is crazy. 
Uh, she comes to one of the cells and sees what looks like a body underneath a sheet on a bed. She walks up to it, and she gets grabbed from behind by Sal, who scares her. <laughs> uh, You're so scared. Yeah. They make out some more, and then he says he's going to take her to the Lost World set because he knows she likes dinosaurs. And there's a new one he wants to show her, the one-eyed Bronto. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. But at the same time, it makes no sense because they're filming on the new Lost World set. So if you want to take her somewhere to have sex with her, don't take her back to where the film crew is. There's no privacy there. That doesn't make sense. I Think about it, it. I find it's funny that you're like really concerned about the logistics of this. Him trying to <laughs> fuck her with his one-eyed Bronto. Yes, the one-eyed Bronto. Um, so and there's some more shots of the killer walking around looking all fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> he does look stupid. Uh, we jump back to Rich Tits at the catering table giving Dez the business for flirting with Empower Tits. Uh, he tells her that he fired Empowered Tits and that Rich Tits has nothing to worry about, that he's she's the only girl for him. I'm a one-woman kind of guy. Yep. Uh, right back to Sal and Camo Tits, now on a set of some overgrown, rundown building that for some reason has lighting set up throughout it, which makes zero fucking sense. Sure. Even though, the, you know, it's not in use. Uh, they start making out up against the wall, but Camo Tits wants to check out the rest of the place, so off they go looking around some more. Cut back to Henry talking to his dog while we see the killer dragging some body. I don't know what fucking body this is. It's just a body he's dragging through the grass for some reason now. Don't know. You remember the name of the dog? Pumpkin? Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Thank Pumpkin. You. Pumpkin. Uh, then back to Rich Tits and Dez talking about the band, and they get into arguing because he thinks that she thinks the band sucks, and it does, but it doesn't fucking matter. Nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry for mentioning it. Sorry, yeah, exactly. Skipping ahead to Henry at the catering table with the food service chick, who is also a fucking smoke show with giant tits. Because of course, I'm wondering if this is the same Polly's girl, girl. This might be. I don't know. This, She's I, this might same... be the bond. No, no. This girl was. Oh, fuck, I looked her up. She was in something else too. Not much. But she might have been. Was she the same Polly's girl? She's got the same Polly's girl look to her. She might be a Playboy. I don't. Yeah. Um, she's blonde, um, but she tells him, hey, I'm an actress, and I'll do anything. Oh, she's like, will you come back to my place and look at some photos of me? I'll do anything to be in your next feature. And with that, she, Henry, And Henry's kind of... Well, with that, she flashes him her tits. These tits you see. This is a good... You, you see these? Good and they're shot, great. They're, they're great. Fantastic. Wonderful, fantastic tits. And then Henry's like, you're barking up the wrong tree here. Yeah, he's like... He says something like, okay, I'm way sassier than you are. Yeah. You see that I'm carrying a, a dog, dog. Yeah. and I'm dressed in, you know, you know, fucking whatever. Know, yeah. You know, he's basically, yeah. I'm dressed in this fashion guy. I don't know. Fucking, uh, I can't think of a fashion. Versace. Versace. Whatever. Gucci. But I'm he, dressed he's in basically this. wearing a Hawaiian shirt, yeah. though. But, 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 he's not. but, but <laughs> yeah, but he's, but he's, but yeah, I'm he's sassier. Just, he's like telling her, I'm gay as the day is long. Yeah. And she does not get the message. She, he does tell <laughs> her, hey, you know what? You should try your luck doing porn. You'd be great at that. And she's like, really? How do I break into it? And it's a <laughs> funny little scene. <laughs> uh, but exit. It's actually pretty funny. And it's probably the best scene in the movie, to be honest yeah, with you. It probably I, I, is. I would agree. Uh, now we get some other random dude who I guess is part of the crew being a peeping Tom looking through a window spying on some other blonde girl in a trailer who we've never seen never before seen, and never, never seen her again. again. So Why is she there? Who fucking this, knows? This is this is black lingerie tits. <laughs> it just, I don't know. She's not even, yeah, she's wearing a black tank top. She strips out and she's wearing a bra and a thong. Uh, and a then, black bra and a black thong. That's it. Yeah. And then you never see her again. Um, so... Yeah, uh, he's, the man, he's, the, the, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's so ridiculous because he, he's so, in your mind, you might be thinking, yeah, yeah, right on, yeah. take it off, okay. 
but he's verbalizing. He's verbalizing like everything. right outside. He would be you, this girl should hear him. He's right outside he's the window. Right outside and the a small trailer. A trailer window going, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get up, girl. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe she's deaf. I don't know. <laughs> um, so the guy, the peeper, looks over and sees the killer standing in the back of like the equivalent of like a U-Haul truck that somehow backlit and bellowing out fog. <laughs> ridiculous and it's so funny looking like what the hell a, U- a u-haul truck bellowing out fog and the killer just standing there in the back of it and he's holding a circular saw blade and, the, and, and he throws it at the dude like it's a fucking ninja throwing star the blade hits the guy dead Shh, center in the chest right in the sternum killing like, him yeah he falls against the trailer he's dead, dead. We're skipping ahead to Frankie and, and his blonde chick, who, yeah, at this point, I just call it sexy tits, because she doesn't really... She has no personality whatsoever other than just being a pretty blonde. So, uh, they start making out and taking off their clothes. Her tits are seen, too, briefly as well. Again, great tits. Wonderful. The killer pops up, grabs a spear, because, of course, there's always a spear just lying around. Sure. And taking a page from the Jason Voorhees playbook, impales both of them through, you know, while they're making out on the bed. Yeah. The, the shish kebab yeah, thing. Yeah, the old shish kebab. The old probably third thing. Yep. Uh, so they're dead. Now we go back to Henry. It's, it's very quick. It is so it quick. Shoop. Done. Done. Move Cut. on. Go yep. back to Henry. Let's not dwell on this anymore. Yeah, it's back, back to Henry. Back to Henry. Back, to, back Henry. to the star of the show. Back to Henry talking to Rich Tits about her relationship with Dez. And up comes old dirty Corey and his cheap and his chick Super Tits. Uh, super Tits. <laughs> super Tits. Uh, they tell Henry that they still can't find anyone. So Henry tells them... Now that members of his crew are also mi- missing and tells Corey Haim and Super Tits to get back in the golf court and keep looking. Just keep riding around that golf court. Because the- you would think at this point, they've, and they, they've mentioned this several times in this movie. And they've mentioned some more from here on out. But they keep talking about how we're on a, one of the biggest movie sets in the world. We have security all over. There's so yes. much security. Why has nobody called security and said, hey, security, we're missing. Can you find these people, track them down for us? Instead of saying your band members and your crewmates off the kill missing them from missing, they should be like, you know what, people, go get your fucking trailer and stay there. Don't add to the problem. Just get your trailer, stay put. I'll get security to find the others. Thank you. I wanted to bring this up. Never once does that happen. They talk about how great security is here. Some of the biggest movie stars in the entire world film here. Biggest studio in the world. Sure. Yeah. And the fact that they say, yeah, we you know we have security everywhere, and and there's never ever one security one guard sh- ever shown. They should, if they want to show a random, just show the killer killing a, a random security guard. Yes, that that doesn't happen. That at least makes sense. Yes, I, but you think a security guard would be like on this like you know cruise around the set, the set anyway, like, and, and like like see someone like walking off into the you know. Prison guard giant set. rockabilly like, ghoul mask. Hey, you get out of here. You shouldn't be here. You should be yeah. back on your fucking set in yeah. the Lost World. This get out of here. This set's closed. Yeah. Get out of here. It, it's, it's, you, they talk so much about how great security is, yes. and you never see never any see inkling it. of security. Never. It's a giant loop. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. The biggest loophole. So, um, And Corey Haim. Let's talk really quick. Corey Haim has his most lines here. Yep. Well, it's, it's, no, no, it's not even here. I don't. Well, maybe it's, it's here. It's him shooting the shit with super tits. Yeah. Talking about how, you know, they're looking. He, he, fucking Corey Haim kills it. He's a good actor. He's way better than all the other fucking douchebags. Yes. Yeah, you think for Corey fucking Haim, you might make him the Dez character. Or, yes. Or the main, main ba- He's in it. 
barely at all. Like they've shot his scenes in like one night, like one evening. And this Corey's is, done. This, this is not fat, washed up Corey Haim. He's still no. like cute and you know and can deliver lines. Yeah. He, he's not like washed up alcoholic Corey Haim, heroin Corey Haim, which unfortunately he died of drugs or whatever. Yeah. Sad thing. But he, this is him still looking good. And like, he should be fucking Dez. Yeah. He should be the lead singer. Yeah. He should be the, the fucking guy. He should be. He should, 100% agree. Why? I guess maybe they, they like, oh, well, we can get Corey Haim, but we can only get him for a day. So uh, I guess we make him Tony. Right. And just we'll yeah, say yeah. we got I, Corey Haim in the movie. I don't know how it works, but man. And it just, I bet it, it's what it's like. He's like, I'll do it, but you, you give me for one day. And pay me a bunch and, of money. And just yeah. to get my name. Yeah. And so you can get my name and try to, you know, get get people to watch us off my name, it I guess. It seemed like but, such a waste. Yeah, it is. A to- I 100% agree, yeah. man. So... Anyway, we get another shot of the, the, the killer smoking a clove through his dumb, stupid mask, and that's it. <laughs> we cut back to Camo, Tits, and Sal, and she starts doing like a little strip tease dance for him, and she's stripping out of her top and her skirt. Whoa! Yeah, and he's like, whoa, yeah. man! Yeah. Hey, you know what? She's fucking smoking, and... Hey. Yeah, she's hot. I mean, they're all hot. Uh, Camo Tits then does this, like, undoes her front clasping bra and shows off her wonderful tits. Again, this is a good, solid titty shot right here. Our wonderful cans. And then she's like this little sexy <laughs> dance move where she kind of like lowers herself down out of frame to the floor. And then we see behind her is the rockabilly killer staying there. And then she wiggles her way back up and blocking him from view. And sounds like, there's someone behind you. But when she turns around, like a second later, the killer's gone, gone again. Sadly, she puts her bra on at this point. Well, she's... Because he starts freaking out. Yeah, and Sal's like... He is freaking He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God! They're and she's like, you're just freaking... Like, you're hallucinating. She's like, she's like dude, ecstasy. you're high. You're high. You're, you're just high. Seeing. Calm down. Yeah, and you're, it's just the ex you took. And Sal walks past her now, looking for the man he saw. So keep that... This is what I You have Sal... If you hold up your hands, hold up your left hand, that's Sal. Hold up your right hand right next to it, that's camo tits. Then behind your right hand would be the killer. And then he disappears, Right? So now your left hand, Sal, moves past your right hand towards where the killer was. Killer's gone. She, uh, and then, uh, she's like, calm down, calm down. And then we see another fucking spear, for some reason, come flying into view and strike Sal in the back, killing him. Camel Tip screams and turns around and sees the killer now standing behind where Sal was at the opposite end of the hallway. This is some serious Nightcrawler bullshit going on. <laughs> Holy crap, that's some bamfiness. Bamf. Exactly. <laughs> Where's the blue smelly smoke? What the fuck? It smells of brimstone. Yes, the brimstone smoke. I Ugh. was irate at this. Like, this is egregious. It's just... That's bad. Wow. That's really bad. So Camo Tits screams, runs away, leaving the killer standing there looking like a big mouth-breathing dummy in a stupid mask for a little while. Um, Cut back to Dez, still smoking smoking his fucking clothes as he enters the dressing room slash green room, telling Henry and Rich Tits that now everyone's missing and he can't find anyone. Uh, They all talk some more. Nothing important here. Um, we jump back to Camo Tits running through the night only in, in only her bra and panties. She's screaming. The killer chases her down. The killer catches her 
but uh, she's able to uh, hit him with a tree branch or something, and yeah, she gets away. Yeah, fights free. Yeah. But it's very short-lived, because she pretty much instantly gets grabbed again by the killer, and who just slits her throat. Yeah. Um, so back to Henry, Rich Tits, and Dez, who lights up another fucking clove. Uh, <laughs> Do you have a clove it, counter? I should have. I wish. Jesus. Uh, up comes Stephanie wanting to get back to shooting the video. Like, come on, we're wasting Let's get back to filming. Henry's like, we can't. The band and the crew are all missing. Everyone's fucking off. Rich Tits throws out the idea that maybe they're being stalked by Bobby. And Henry dismisses that possibility. And they're like, let's all go. So all four of them get in the golf cart and they go to look for the others. We cut back to Corey Haim and Super Tits pulling uh, up to some set. I mean, some random set now in their golf cart. Corey says he's going to go down this way and tell Super Tits to go down the other way. And she's like, I don't want to. That's creepy. But Corey's like, yeah, but it's an adrenaline rush. So Super Tits says, well, there's a better way to get an adrenaline rush. And they start making out. Woo-hoo. Everybody just, it's just, that's what I'm saying. The formula, it's rinse and repeat. It's just the same shit in a different location. <laughs> Random girls aren't just, just, let's just make out with everybody. Make out, make out. That's like. Fuck! But are, are you so upset, though? Because you get to see so many different types of tits. I get that, but at the same time, it's like, it's so, it's, it's not, so unbelievable. But you get camo tits, you get entitled tits, you, you get entitled, sexy empowered tits. tits, sexy tits, sassy tits. I wish I had sassy tits, but... Unfortunately, we don't get to see super tits. No. We super don't. tits. We don't see super tits. Yeah, we don't see super tits. But she's got the best tits of all. Of them. That's They're why so she's big. super tits. I know she's the best. To me, super tits is the best looking girl. When, in the when movie. she's running, it's like oh, <laughs> easy there. Buddy. It's like Baywatch, man. It's easy. Going, buddy. Oh, I want that in slow motion. Anyway, so anyway, they're making out on the golf cart. The camera. Okay, now keep in mind. Here's what I'm gonna try to explain. When we when when we pull up and they're talking, we it's kind of a wide shot. And you see behind them, there's like a building with some steps leading up to a door. Clearly, nothing there. Just. A door, you know, and then they make out and you get a close up of them making out, and then another wide shot. And now, in the wide shot, there's the fucking killer standing on the steps by the door, just poof out of fucking nowhere. The killer comes up behind Corey and just like wraps a cord or something yeah, around Corey. Comes up neck, behind him, wraps a cord around him, pulls and Corey pulls, out of the pull, golf cart. And, and you don't really see him strangle him to death. He just, no, but he just what pulls, he he just, pulls him off and then. I guess he's dead. Yeah, that's the same. Like, I guess he strangles. And him this to is death. this is our big. Yeah, star. Corey Haim because it doesn't get a better death than this. Doesn't Corey get like Hain something more interesting or more bloody or more. You know, it's it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Every, everything that Corey Haim has to do with this movie is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, it, it really is. It's sad. And so. And then Super Tits just screams and, and runs runs away. Yeah, Super Tits just screams um, and runs as away. As she runs, she trips and falls and seems to knock herself unconscious. Yeah. But then, like, becomes two with enough time. Well, just like, in time. Like, it's like, she comes to and it's like a fuzzy vision. It's like, uh, You would think, like, like some fuzz. time passed or something. Yeah, but it's, yeah. like, instantaneously. Or, and you think, you think like... You, you see the fuzzy vision effect. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, the killer's gonna be right there. Yeah, like, like she wakes up and she's gonna be... Tied down somewhere, gag, or the killer's right, right coming up, coming right on her. Yeah, no, like she just she got a little blood on her hand. She just she wakes, wakes up. up, stands up, looks around, like, oh, I better hide. She gets to hide behind like an oil drum, and the killer just kind of walks past she, her. She hides, and the killer can't find. Yeah, her. that's it. That's that's done. So Super Tits is still alive. Yes. Uh, cut back to the others as the the last four. Uh, they they arrive at one of the filming locations and and, and find it deserted. Rich Tits gets really worried that there really is a killer going around now. 
Stephanie dismisses that idea, saying that no, there are, this is where he said one of the biggest movie sets in the world. There's, we have more mm-hmm. security than they have death row inmate killers on death row. You're fine. Shut up. Um, so Stephanie suggests that they all split up and she starts to head off in one direction. Henry says he'll come with her, but she denies him saying that the last thing she needs is a girl slowing her down. <laughs> uh, and then dad decides, you know what? I'm going to go off too. And he heads off in another direction. So we cut to Stephanie walking up to a shadowy man sitting on the steps of some house. The psycho house. But at this point, I didn't think it was. It's the psycho They house. mentioned it, but if you look... Okay, here's my problem with this. Is the logic... Because the psycho house is up on a hill. Yes. Up on a hill, big staircase. It is. But when she, when we see her walking up, she's walking down like a sidewalk or a street. I, and there's no sidewalk or street on this house, so I, it's I, not... It's, I can't argue that, but I mean, I don't I don't know. But they obviously wind up on the yes, psycho at one house. Po- yes, yes, at one point they do. And we predominantly see that. I'm not arguing that. But this scene is not the psycho... She's walking down a street... That leads to the, and there's no street on top of that hill. It's just a big staircase that leads up to the psycho house. There's no sidewalk or street there that I can remember. At least not from that end, because it's a long walk she does. And anyway, so she walks up. It's supposed to be the psycho house, I guess, but it's not. Um, so it's the psycho house. Okay, fine, whatever. It's then, the Universal Backlot. They show it in the credits. Yes, I'm not saying it's not the psycho. The, oh, okay, never mind. It fuck it, whatever. Um. She gets as she walks closer and closer to the end of frame. We see that she is holding the fucking like fucking retarded rockabilly mask in her hand. It's just she's holding a dumbass mask in her hand, and she walks up to the man saying, uh, "Guess who's alone up by the uh, on the Hunchback Notre Dame set?" And the camera switches to a close up of the man, and we see that to absolutely no one's fucking surprise, it's, it's Bobby. Bobby. Uh, Bobby tells Stephanie that he's tired of killing and doesn't like the hours. Stephanie lays into him, telling him that you can't be a psycho killer and then stop in the middle of it. Yeah, so, this is where they're like sitting on the steps and yeah. just like shooting the shit. Shooting the shit, yeah. Talking about their plan. Bobby mans up and tells her that I'm a killing machine. I'm a fucking killing machine. And that he's going to go give Dez a Colombian necktie. And But then he gets upset and tells her that while he was chasing Chelsea, who we find out is su- that's super tits. Super tits. Super tits. She got away. Stephanie tells him that super tits doesn't fucking matter and it's all about getting revenge on Dez for firing him. Bobby gets in, he's like, well, she's a witness and blah, blah, blah. So as the plans off, he's like, what the fuck do you think was going to happen? You're, you're going to be suspect number one regardless. Come on, look at the history. You're going to be, right. what do you think was going to happen? He's like, well, that wasn't the plan and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going. You told me no witnesses, no one yeah. survives. So Bobby tells Stephanie, he's like, hey, you go kill super tits then because uh, if she gets away, and if I and, go down, if, you yeah, go down. If I go down, I'm taking you down with me. Stephanie so doesn't take too kind to her. They're his arguing. Yeah. They're getting pretty heated back and forth. And Stephanie pulls out a knife. Seeing this, Bobby pulls out his knife. And they both just start stabbing the shit out of each other. They stabbing at each other. And the camera, as the camera pans, pans up, up and away. Up, up, up at the psycho house yeah. and back. And back away. Yeah. And then we cut to Henry and Rich Tits talking and, about what they're going to do if they can't find the band and the crew. That scene. Yes. <laughs> It was a pretty pivotal scene. Yeah. Because it kind of takes... I'd have to go back and watch it, and I'm not going to fucking do it. But there may be moments when there's those teleportation spots. There could be two killers, two rockabilly killers. Yeah. Could be Stephanie, could be Bobby working in tandem. I don't think so, because she explains it. Like, most of the time, it's all 
at this point, I think it's all Bobby up here. Because she says, like, oh, Bobby killed all of them, but I did, like, stuff to come or something. But I, I, again, I see your point, but I don't think so. Like, for example, when the, the, the fog machine gal, Wendy, mm-hmm. is running away from one and runs into the other. Yeah. You know, it, there, there could be an explanation for that. Yeah. So that kind of plants to see that there's two killers working in tandem. Or they're, you know, at least one running distraction. The scream effect? <laughs> like kind of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I, I kind of gave a little bit. I was like, when I, when that, when I just saw that, I was like, oh, that kind of maybe, maybe gives... Maybe, I just it at least At least creates confusion. Enough confusion where I'm like, a plausible deniability. I'm like, okay, that could happen. But so I, I, I let it slide. Right, but at some time, there are some times where I think during the kills, there are scenes where Stephanie's already with Henry during some of the and kills. It, and that's why I have to go back and watch it again. And again, like I said, I'm not going to fucking do that. Yeah, I'm not doing it either. <laughs> um, so, anyway, um, where was I? Uh, oh, yeah. Henry, Henry and Rich Tits are yeah. talking about what they're going to do if they can't find the band and the crew. And then there's a quick shot of the killer back wearing the black trench coat and the mask walking down the steps of the psycho house and then we just see the killer walking down the street of some set. So there's yeah. some shots of the killer so walking. So you see so at this one, point, of, one of yeah, the killers. One of them, we don't know at this point. We, we don't, don't know, know which one it is. Survived. Yeah. yeah. It cuts to Dez standing around still smoking his fucking clothes. Dez gets, hits over, gets hit over the head with something and knocks out cold. He comes to finding himself strapped down to some table like with rope and stuff. And behind him... We see Stephanie. So there it is. Stephanie survived. She's got a bloody nose. She, she looks a little banged up. Yeah, she's cleaned herself up. She's 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 the victor, and she's on. They're on some set. They're on some. Yes. Yeah, again, some it looks like a bar room. It looks like a I, bar. Well, I find out what it is later. But at this point, you can't know, really what, tell what it is. What was it? I don't even. Know. Uh, it, it it's a uh, uh, spoiler for me, Marshall. It, it turns out it's a courtroom. Oh, okay. Which makes zero sense why there's anyway why there's like a like torture a rack yeah. table in the middle of it. But anyway. Um, so Des looks over and asks her what the hell is going on, and she tells him that she's putting his nuts in a vice. Des looks down and sees that his nuts are, if indeed, in, in a, a vice, vice, in like a gold crank vice. Yeah, the old crank vice. And she goes on to spill the beans about everything and goes into the exposition dump here. Yeah, very Bond villain. Yeah, she tells Des that this whole that his whole band is dead. That she and Bobby killed them all. But then she killed Bobby, which made her come harder and better than Bobby ever made her come when they while they were fucking, which is a weird thing to say. Uh, she rambles on about turning the murders into a massive publicity stunt, and that will make her rich. Uh, she then goes over and tightens the vice around his nuts a few times. We also learn that Dez and Stephanie had also fucked at some point in the past. They had hooked up. Stephanie reaches over, turns on the camcorder, picks up her knife, and ask Dez if he's ready for his Colombian necktie. So that's twice now they've mentioned. They really like that. That's like, I guess the director just heard, like, guys, this is what I just heard about, this Colombian yeah, neck. Have for, you heard about this? For, for it's those, so cool. We got to gotta put this in the movie. For those a of lot. you who do not know what a Colombian necktie is, it's uh, Everybody probably does by now. What Colombian drug lords would do is they would cut the throat of their victims, reach up in through the throat, and pull the, the tongue out through the hole in the neck. And hang there like a necktie. Yeah, so pretty pretty yeah. graphic, pretty It was nasty. a big thing in the 80s. Yeah, like, yeah. That was a big thing. Like, Columbia like, neckties. Yeah. Yeah. Like, drug, like Scarface, or like, yeah, I don't know, Scar, yeah, but yeah. like other drug lots. Yeah. That was a big thing in the 80s. So, um, uh, yeah, then she just, she slices open Dez's throat, pulls out his tongue through his slit, and then kisses him, and then she spits on him. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty- <laughs> I kind of liked it. I kind of like that too, actually. Yeah. We cut back to Henry and Rich Tits back in the Psycho House set. 
Henry finds one of his missing fog machines, which for some reason he decides to turn on and just floods the scene with fog. Shit, and then they go into fucking... Comedy mode. Go into fucking slapstick, goofy Which, comedy. For some reason, the fog machine's so loud. Like it, it, it's so loud, and it fills up with so much. Like you would think they would be in like a small enclosed room because the fog not gets outside, so yeah. thick you cannot see anything in it. It's just fog, and you hear the voice and again. It's come slapstick because the fog machine's loud. And you're like. Hey, turn that down. He's like, what? Are you having a cow? No. I said, where's the killer? What? Are you getting fitter? I, 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 I yeah. don't know. It's like just stupid, yeah. stupid it's, shit. It's, it's so dumb. Yeah. It's really I dumb. I said it's scary. You got a pee-pee? It's yeah. hairy? What's hairy? Yeah. It's of just course like, it's hairy. Yeah. It's my dog. That, it's hairy. It's like, of course he's hairy. Yeah. 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 Um, so Harry finally turns off the machine, which then, again, keep in mind how much smoke there was. Boom. Instantly oh, gone. gone. Just vanishes like magic. <laughs> it doesn't dissipate slowly. It's just gone. Um, but then he finds his camcorder sitting on the ground. He picks it up. He and Rich Tits watch the footage back on the camera. And we, he sees all the murders that apparently have been filmed. Everything that's taken place. Like, yeah. and it's, but it's like... It's like cut together. But yeah. It's like perfectly edited. Yeah, it's not, like, it's not like car cuts and yeah. fuzz in between. It's like edit, edit. And somebody did some editing. Star wipe. Yeah. And a, and a brush off and a fade in. <laughs> someone's taking the time. Someone's put in the work. Yeah. Someone's put in the work to make a nice presentation um, and so of Henry, the murders. Henry then gets all like, again, kind of creepy psycho here. He's, he's, like, he's, he's like, obsessed. This is fascinating. This wow. is compelling. Yeah. It's beautiful. And it's he, he, even, he even admits, he's like, I feel uh, this is wrong of me, but I can't help it. He, yeah. He's even saying that as his little dog pumpkin is squirreling around. And then from out of fucking nowhere comes Stephanie, who stabs Henry in the back. Both Henry and Rich Tits scream. Henry collapses dead. Stephanie turns her attention to Rich Tits. Stephanie's about to kill Rich Tits when she gets hit over the head and knocked out by Wait, Super Tits. Super Tits! Who is holding like a pipe or something. Super Tits to the rescue. Yes, like super a tire tits. iron or something. Yeah, like something. Yeah. Rich Tits and Super Tits exchange some words that are meant to be funny, but it's really not. Um, one of them asks why Stephanie would kill everyone. And then right on cue, Stephanie pops up. She sits up and says, floor the... For the publicity, then stabs Super Tits in the foot. Super Tits falls to the ground. Stephanie pounces on her, stabs her repeatedly in the back, <laughs> killing Super Tits. Yeah. Instead of running away immediately, Rich Tits just stands there screaming and allows Stephanie to easily grab Rich Tits. Uh, but Rich Tits <laughs> then bites Stephanie's hand and finally runs away. Now we get a chase sequence that goes from one set to another set to another set. Uh, Again, these uh, sets would be... So, so far, far apart because we and, just saw an establishing shot yeah. of how massive this lot is. Yeah, and keep in mind that especially if we're talking about the very the beginning, the very opening of the movie, we see the aerial. The only you see like the giant wild west, old west town, and a lake, and that's not. I mean, that's that alone was blocks. Like, it was like blocks yes, and blocks. Yes. It's like a city block, multiple city blocks, not just like a few buildings. Right. So and that was just one piece, and we've seen they've gone like, oh, it's they, medieval yeah, times, medieval times, Vietnam, yeah. and so, now I'm in New York City. And, yeah. um, the other thing about this chase sequence is it, during this time, the movie also tries to show us just how crazy Stephanie has become or is, but it's just really bad and annoying. And this yeah. is where I think that Stephanie's the actress's performance here, like she's not that bad throughout the whole movie. But up at this point, 
I think they're I asking hated too it. much like of her. She, yeah, almost, it's like you she's, know? she's trying to be like the I'm crazy now, and she starts singing and talking to herself and trying to be that do that traditional crazy talk you see in so many movies. But it's, not it's good. so bad. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, so Rich Tits runs onto a courtroom set where she finds Dez's dead body strapped to the table. So so that's like full circle. Yeah. So I'm like. That's just weird. Like, why would there be, like, a torture table in the middle of a courtroom set? But anyway, whatever. Uh, Stephanie runs in, but we see Rich Tits is gone now. She's disappeared. Stephanie starts talking to Dez's corpse because she's crazy. And Rich Tits comes right up from behind Stephanie, screaming, pushes Stephanie's... Doesn't hit her with a board. Doesn't attack her. Doesn't try to kill her. Just, just, just shoves runs her. Up. It's like she might as well be putting a pie in her face because she just shoves her face down into the bloody mess of Dez's neck and it runs away like, ha ha, gotcha, bitch. Now you, you got blood on your face. <laughs> you got blood on your face and just runs away. It's like, Woo! what? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's like something Jagger's like, just like, just runs up with like the, the, the hair rate, like the razor, like, zip, yeah. shaves her hand and runs out. Like, it's like, what? What? That didn't do anything. You would have been better just staying in your hiding spot than doing that. Um, so Stephanie gives chase again. Rich trip, rich tits trips over some cables. Stephanie mounts her and they exchange some more words. Uh, Stephanie tells rich tits that she's not bad. Like, Hey, you're not bad looking. And then starts kissing rich tits. Huh? What? Okay. Rich tits grabs a paint can. Yeah, and she's kissing her. And she like, she like pulls back as she's grabbing her paint can and goes, but I just don't got time for yeah. you. It's like, so- ooh, girl, you're gonna rape her? Is that what you're talking? <laughs> is that what you're mentioning? She's she's making out with her. You're not bad. You're easy on the eyes. She makes out there and she pulls back. And she, I just don't got time for you. I'm like, oh, is that what she was implying? I didn't get raped at all. She's like, I'm gonna kill but, you. I don't have time to make out. I gotta kill you. I don't have time to fuck you. Basically, is what she was saying. Yeah. To so her. why would you? I don't have time. Why would you get raped? If I don't have time to. Rape you or fuck you? That how would you time to rape her? Because rape because is obviously fucking her. this is against her will. Yeah, but like, I don't. I have, didn't get that at all. I'm, just, I, I, I I gotta, just, I'm in a hurry. I gotta kill you. It was a rapey vibe. It was all a rapey right. Vibe. Anyway, uh, Rich Tits grabs a paint can, smashes it, hits uh, Stephanie over the head. Stephanie f- rolls off. Rich Tits gets up and jogs, kind of lightly jogs away. Doesn't really run. Just kind of trots. I mean, those tits are bouncing so much. And I she mean. isn't like heels, but still, it's like she trots. It's not, a, she's not it's running hard. a lot it's, of, uh, I've heard a lot of big bussy ladies have trouble running with their giant kids. Yeah, I understand that, but you would think in a live and situation, I think I'd put up with the discovery paint. Just hug them. Yeah, <laughs> hug those things and run, man. <laughs> Fuck the balance. Your life depends on it. Um, so, Stephanie now reaches over and grabs a fucking battle axe because why the fuck wouldn't there be a battle axe just lying around? Like a live, real, proper battle axe. If anything, this would be a a rubber bat. It would be a prop axe. This is a real fucking battle axe. And again, not like they're in a middle, like the middle ages, dark ages set of like a castle or a Game of Thrones set. They're in a, they just left a goddamn courtroom. They left the night court set. They're like, like in the hallway of the night fuck? court. Yeah. Did Harry Anderson have a, a, a night axe out to John? Legas, not John Legas, John Laura Kett have a fucking night a battle axe with him? Well, you know, no. it, it would have been Bull or Roz Bull who had Roz, the fucking yeah. axes because they're security. Marty Pose? No. <laughs> Why is there a fucking battle axe just lying on the floor unattended? Just right there. But it's there, so of course it is. Cut to Stephanie chasing rich tits down the street of some small town set. 
Stephanie grabs Rich Tits by the hair, spins around, swings the axe at her, and Whack. chops the the axe chops and cuts deep into Rich Tits' torso, just below, below her sweet titty line. Rich Tits calls out "Daddy!" and then falls to the ground dead. Never see her tits either. Never see hers. Stephanie lets out a deep victory yell, like "Yeah!" Yeah, she's and, pumped. And we cut back to Mom Ma, Ma Baker's bar. Uh, that we saw in the opening of the movie. We're inside. We see Ma Baker and the waitresses standing around watching a TV news report about the backlot murders, which took place one, one year, year ago today. today. And then we see sitting at the bar watching the TV is Arlene. Happens yes. to be at the bar the now. The assistant director who quits. Yes. The news reporter mentions that Stephanie, the sole survivor, has become a reclusive, has become reclusive, and she still suffers from PTSD. Arlene tells Ma Baker that she knows Stephanie committed those murders. I know she had. She had to do it. She did it. She had to do something with it. And Ma Baker's like, "Yeah, maybe she's right." Because I remember Stephanie coming in here, and she was a bitch. She was always a bitch. She had blue in her hair. Yeah, she had blue in her hair. She's a bitch. And Arlene's like, they they make zooms into Arlene, and she's like, "She's not gonna get away with this." I'm like, "Oh, dun dun dun." I'm like, "Okay, here we go. Here we go. Fade to black, and then we just hear Stephanie say." Are you ready for your close-up? Really shitty. It's horrible. Are you ready for your close-up? And then roll credits. That's the fucking movie. What? What? <laughs> Are they trying to set up a sequel? Like, is that... What? They should have just shown Arlene kill Stephanie. They just... Uh, something. What? Huh? Nope. That's the movie. Thanks they, for watching. They, they obviously set it up for a sequel. She's not going to get away with this. Crushes her beer. <laughs> pounds it down. Like, ah. And then... What? Just... Nothing. 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 Uh, during the credits, you do get some blooper reel footage during the credits. Um, if you have interest in watching any of that. It's, it's not very good. It's not. There is a few scenes of the actress Stephanie, quote unquote, getting into character. <laughs> where she goes, she's like, I just can't turn it on and off again. It's a process. I have to go from charming to psycho. Okay. Okay. Wah! <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm like, I'm like, oh boy. Oh, I didn't, I didn't watch it that far, but oh man, I, wish I watched I the seen, whole thing. I wish I would have seen I that the whole thing because I remember watching that, going, oh, fucking, <laughs> she's working in Hollywood. Holy shit! Wow. All right, so that's that that Moogoons. That's the backlot murders. Man, I felt like we cruised through that. We did kind of cruise through that one. Um, but it's very cruisable. It is cruisable. The movie. <sighs> We'll talk about it later. All right. Let's move on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right. I Kills are kind of weak. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to pick for this one. but Weak, weak sauce. I don't know what I got. What, what do you got? Um, I think it's Wendy. Wendy, uh, the one that went the fog machine girl. Mm-hmm. Um, when she's running away and she gets grabbed and gets pushed forward, yeah. at least we see the body falling onto something. It's it's like it's like a mannequin, but it's like you see it get impaled, and then they show the after shot. It's a quick cut. I I didn't think it was bad, but in comparison to all the other kills, that's the one that stands out to me. Yeah, that's the one that I was like a little excited about, I guess. So yeah, it's Wendy. They all suck. They really are. Poor. The, I really the fact that I had to pick one. I, do, I, I I hate my own rules. I don't want to pick one because I don't. None of them were any good, really. Um, I'm not picking Wendy just because I thought it was lame. I get the effect wasn't bad, but just, just they just shoved her. It was there's like hey, I'm gonna push you. And but at least we, but the reason I liked it is because you saw her, 
you saw at least the mannequin or something get boom like hit. I would hit, say the after shot them. of her yeah. like, impale. It was a yeah. good looking shot of her yeah. on the wo- wooden mm-hmm. broken wood. I mean that looked fine. All right, let's see. We had empowered tits just get strangled, but at least you saw some titties. Um, True. Then you did see titties with sexy tits and F- Frankie who got the shish kebabbed. Uh, camo tits. Camo tits. We're talking tits. about tits right now. Yeah. Which so camo tits just get her throat slashed. Des got the Columbia necktie which and his nuts in the vice. So that's not bad. And he's a shitty character. Yeah. They did show the hand like seven you reach up and reach grab and the grab, tongue. Yeah. And it's all, um, yeah. Rich tits just got the axe. So sexy. I'm Empowered and sexy. At least got the tits in the kill. So he did see tits. But I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Dez, I guess. He's a shitty yeah. character. And he had the nuts in the vice. And you did see the fact of her actually reach into the yeah, neck and pull yeah. the tongue out. It's so it wasn't, it wasn't It's bad. a shitty way to go. Yeah. Strap down, nuts in a vice, get your throat slit and your tongue pulled out. Yeah. You're probably still gasping at breath as they're reaching up to grab your tongue and pull it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be pretty so, bad. I, yeah, I'm going to go Dez with that one. All right, so that brings us to the odds and the ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right, IMDb, start off the ratings. IMDb gives it a 4 out of 10. Too high. Rotten Tomatoes, that's not even on the site. And Amazon gives it a 2.4 out of 5. Oof. Uh, plot keywords. There are 15 plot keywords for this movie. I'm just going to read them all off real quick. Uh, didn't, did you want to guess or anything? Panties. Um, Panties are in there. No. Yeah. I know. I thought I was stumbled that one too. Like, where's the panty lovers are leaving us? It's, it's been hanging so lately. long since we've had a panties plot I know. keyword. I know. We hear horrible horror, we have a story tradition of panties being in the plot keyword. I know, but it's it's been dry lately. Our panty lovers have been letting us down. I know. I I'm really disappointed. Get on it, guys. Um Get on it, perverts. Yeah, come on. Uh so fifty plot keywords. Dog, agent, director, knife, impalement, mask. Film studio, slasher, rock band, throat slitting, female nudity, studio backlot, filmmaking, psychotronic film, which we've had that once or boo, twice before. Boo, 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 psychotronic. Boo, 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 yeah, I still don't know what the fuck that means. I think we looked it up once, but I don't remember. I think I looked it up and I sent it to you. It, it, it's like... I don't remember what it was, though. I don't remember either, but I, I remember looking it up and it's like it's type of film or type of like meta-esque film. But it's not. Meta, like, it's just, yeah. I don't know. Anyway... Uh, gay character in a non-gay themed movie is the last one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's an odd one, but panties and bra or something, is it? But gay character in a non-gay themed movie is a plot keyword? Yeah, that's funny. It's a fucking plot phrase. You, you, Jesus Christ. It's, it's, I guess that's true. It's true, but yeah, that's a weird he's, thing he's a to... gay character. It's, it's really... The only time it comes up that he's gay is when that one girl is barking up the wrong tree. But, I mean, you can tell you he's know. gay from the get-go. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can but tell that's he's time gay, I mean, but it's like it's not an issue. It's just it's, he's just a you know he's just a director. <laughs> but like the only time it comes up that he's like actually gay is yeah. that that scene. Um, so that's that uh, trivia. The only piece of trivia I found on this from I was supposedly after filming. So it's not even really this movie. But after filming, Corey Haim decided to take a break from acting. He moved back to Toronto and attempted to get clean from his drug addiction. He wouldn't act again for six years when he made a brief cameo in the Lost Boys sequel, The Tribe, in 2008. And then he died two years later in 2010. Oh. Yeah. Um, budget. Didn't, didn't, was, didn't he have like a 
reality show like the 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 Corys or something like that with Corey Haim like when he was trying to get off drugs and maybe? stuff. Maybe and he or he, maybe was he in celebrity rehab? Yeah, maybe? he ballooned up pretty. He got pretty heavy. Maybe the celebrity rehab. Yeah. I don't know, but there was, I'm sure there probably was something. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, budget. I could not find the budget for this movie, um, unfortunately. So that's that. That's really it for odds and ends this week. It's real quick, real short. So that brings us straight to this week's five star reviews. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. versus wrong, light versus dark. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat combat? All right, Amazon. There's only 14 tour reviews on Amazon for this movie. Um, Five-star reviews, I only wrote down three. Wow. I wrote down three five-stars and three one-stars, and a bonus one from IMDb. Give them to me, baby. All right, oh, excuse me. From Daniel W. <laughs> Kelly. This hysterical slasher makes you laugh out loud. And uh, dedicated horror fans will even enjoy picking out some of the camera setups that are mimicking murder scenes from other films. Priscilla Barnes alone is a reason to see this film. Better comedy than anything she ever did on Three's Company. And te- teaming with her, teaming her with Charles Flisher as a gay rock video director was brilliant. They steal the show, and shockingly, the murders seem really routine and standard throughout the film, but all of a sudden, at the end, we get a couple of harsh, hardcore killings. To add to the fun, the guys and girls all play it up as ditzy people, ditzy pretty people just waiting to become victims. This one is great for party viewing. Five stars. From Sombra. You are not meant to take this horror movie seriously. You are meant to get... That it's over-the-top cheese. It's a spoof on over-the-top cheese movies. If you like cheesy horror movies with plenty of good one-liners, this is the movie for you. If you're looking for something that is scarier than this and an actual horror movie, it is not for you. Enjoy it for what it is worth. It is not meant to be a cinematic masterpiece. Five stars. Uh, and Franken just says, love it! Five stars. <laughs> All right. One star is from Movie Watcher. The last 10 minutes are supposed to be the most exciting uh, not the most boring. And if you can't figure that out, don't even bother taking, tacking on a please green light a sequel final scene. One star. From Rick, nobody who isn't actually connected to this movie could possibly think it's any good. Horribly bad acting, writing, make it unwatchable. One star. William D. Warford writes 80 style schlock with bad acting, bad script, and a horrible self-centered director. Uh, he also directed The Last House on the left ripoff. Chaos, which is even worse than this. Avoid all of it. One star. And lastly, from IMDb, this one's a little grim. From Blood, the telepathic dog writes, Somebody finally dug up Corey Haim and handed him this week's script and told him he was acting alongside Priscilla Barnes. Granted, <laughs> Blockbuster wasn't in mind for Corey, but just the thought of getting paid sounded nice. One star. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Dug up Corey Haim. He wasn't dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, uh, so... Yeah, that's uh, that's that's what we got this week. Yeah. Final thoughts, Aaron. What do you got? This movie felt like an insider kind of movie, almost in a way. You know, I think that description of 
it's almost spoofing over-the-top movies or cheesy movies in a weird way. I, I almost wish they would have really hammered that home a little bit more um, because it's obviously a ridiculous movie. It's intended to be a ridiculous movie. You have this ridiculous, you know, character in Henry who's such a, like, it seemed to me either one of two things. Either it was a poor attempt at spoofing horror movies or it was almost an insider view of how the industry works with, you know, like directors and agents and, you know, star quote unquote stars, whether it be movie stars or rock stars. Yeah. And then, you know, extras with their big titties and stuff like that. I mean, but it was a little too, too insider, you know, not enough for the general public because they so much focused more on that. They focused so much on the dynamic of what was going on with the band and the director and the agent. And the killing was like second fiddle. It seemed like they, they, they would just get a kill and go back to Henry talking with Stephanie for five, ten minutes, not moving any of the plot forward concerning the actual murders. They're just bitching about getting the studio, you know, getting the studio exec says we have to have this done. Put a shot on the Lost World set. What are we God damn it. <laughs> you know, it was just so much of that was going on. It was like a horror movie set on the backdrop of a behind the scenes documentary. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And so it, it it was weak. It was weak sauce. Plus the kills weren't that great. Yeah, I mean they got a little better. Plus Stephanie kind of like you know shit the bed towards the end, trying oh, to be totally. crazy person. It's hard. That's a hard thing to pull off. It's hard to pull off convincing crazy. It's it's very difficult. That's why when it's done well. A la Jack Nicholson, you know those those type of figures. It's it's something to behold. She didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, she didn't do it. So I'm gonna say so bad, it's scary. So bad, it's scary. Yeah, I'm gonna say leave this. Leave, um, don't 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 waste your time. I'm gonna say I feel a lot of the same thing. The kills I felt were an afterthought for a horror movie. Um, if they were gonna go spoof, they should have gone full spoof. God, they didn't. Yes. I didn't. Other than that review, I didn't get spoofed from this movie at all. Not once. I think, oh, they're they're spoofing. Not once. I mean, the only time they, that I kind of get that because there are many times that, especially Henry, talk about horror movies. Like, oh, and, and, and that's just horror movie stuff. And horror movies, this happens. This and this and it doesn't happen in real life. They, they reference a lot of other movies, but they're not spoofing. They're not being a spoof. They have a good talk about how. You know, it's like the one the Rich Tits is talking. It's like, well, geez, I don't like the idea of dating Michael Myers. He goes, well, think about other horror icons like Freddy. And Freddy's got personality. And don't you think Mr. Creed's got good fashion sense? Yeah, I he like does Freddy. say that. Freddy doesn't you know, hide behind a mask. I love his yeah. nails and his fashion sense. Yeah, Not that Mike So they, they kind of have an interesting conversation there. You know, so you're right. They do kind of touch on the horror movies in a way. You know, So it's like they're ripping off Scream a bit in that aspect. Everything about this movie sucks. The acting sucks. The, the writing sucks. It's so formulaic. It's you just, wasted Corey Haim. You, you wasted Corey Haim. It, it, it's just everything. Like it's shampoo and condition. It's rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. But, but once once people start leaving the set, every, it's just the same scene repeated with different people over and over again. There's really nothing redeeming about it. Unless you're like a 15-year-old going through puberty and just want to watch it for the tits, then watch it. The tits are great. Wonderful tits. Beautiful girls. But other than that... So bad, scary. This movie is sucks. It, it's not not good. It's not the kills aren't good. It's nothing's worth it. The tits, but even that, I don't can't save this movie really. 
Uh, like I said, unless you're like 50, 13, 14, 15 years old trying to see some titty, yeah. then that's really the only reason to watch this movie. Um, so that's that. that. That wraps it up for us. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back. We'll be back soon with another episode. In the meantime, you know the drill. Watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. Ice. Super titties. <laughs>